Could you all please cover your right ear with one hand? What you hear right now, this is what it's like to be deaf in one ear. Now please put your hand down. Can you all hear me clearly now? For those of you who know me, I think I can confidently say that I harbor a willingness to learn and grow. With that being said, Mr. Kidd, Mrs. Beck, faculty and peers, I'd like you all to hear the story behind my desire to learn, and that story begins with my grandpa. My grandpa, who I call Lalia in Chinese, has accomplished amazing things. He is deaf in one ear, but he wasn't always like that. He was born into a very politically and militarily affluent Chinese family, with his father being a highly esteemed Chinese National Party, or in Chinese, Guomindang, Major General. With such high status came high aspirations. My grandpa wanted to attend MIT, live in North America, and become an aviation engineer. He could have easily left China if it wasn't for the Gongchangang, the communists. My grandpa, like all Chinese citizens at the time who experienced the communist liberalization of China, vowed his allegiance to them, the communists, the opposing party of his father. Now you need to know one simple fact about China in the 1950s. Chinese National Party members and Chinese communists were not allies. And so it was because of his father's high military rank in opposition to the communists that the communists accused my grandfather of treason and espionage. They took him away from his children and away from his wife and deprived him of a normal livelihood. They interrogated him and stripped him and tortured him, not to the death, but rather to deafness in one ear, in his right ear, a repetitive, continuous cycle that never ceased to end. At some point, they forced him, my grandma, uncle, and aunt to relocate. My grandma was forced into farming in an underdeveloped peasant community. They called it the penalty of hard labor. A form of domestic exile, this penalty meant that all contact with the external world was disallowed, prohibited, forbidden. Now if you spoke to my grandpa today, you would actually have to shout because he can't really hear. But you would never ever think that he had ever been beaten or exiled or that he's inspired hundreds of students or even transformed an entire community for the better. My grandpa harbors an undeniable, inherent willingness to learn whose actions as a result of him expanding his horizons has impacted and continues to impact others in a meaningful way. This is an element of his character I like to think he has instilled into and inspired me. I hope that this will inspire you as well. You see, when he wasn't being tortured by the communists, my grandpa was teaching math, 
Despite the taunts from his students, despite the criticism by his co-workers, despite the faltering of his image, he dedicated his entire life to teaching his students to the best of his ability, regardless of their attitude towards him at the time. He ultimately became a famous math professor, recognized as the best of the best due to this innate passion of his to inspire and impact others in a positive light. When he wasn't forced to complete, complete manual labor in the peasant community, he silently but slowly became the community's sole self-taught mechanic. His desire to better his knowledge allowed him to develop irrigation systems for the uneducated and isolated community for effective agricultural use and long-term sustenance. His impact is still clearly visible today. I have seen firsthand how every day dozens of university students, professors, and adults in the city streets respectfully and humbly greet him with the utmost respect as they just so happen to cross paths with him. My grandpa has never spoken of these experiences to me. The reason why he's deaf, the reason why he's so good at fixing everything around the house, the reason why he, he is always there to support everyone. It was my grandmother who recounted his story proudly to me. She spoke with great love. She spoke with great love and awe of him. Even in the midst of personal turmoil, my grandpa fulfilled his role not only as a teacher, but a husband and a father. When my grandpa was 50, he taught himself how to speak Russian. My grandpa is now 93 years old. He uses WeChat, he downloads apps and plays games on his iPad, he sits with his new smartphone for hours, teaching himself what accessibility functions benefit the elderly the best. Sure, he himself has never spoken of these experiences to me, but he does tell me to keep learning, to better equip myself to help others, no matter the circumstances. My grandpa is not done learning. I am not done learning. You are not done learning. Obama once said to a student body, much like the one here before me today, you've got to wonder, you've got to question, you've got to explore, and every once in a while, you've got to color outside the lines. Color outside the lines. Learn what you can, capitalize on every chance you get, seek out opportunities to expand your horizons. Color outside the lines. Only when you color outside the lines can you better yourself. Whether you learn a new skill, a new culture, a new fun fact, a new instrument, a new word in a new language, a new dance move, the most valuable asset you'll ever have is your mind and what you put into it. So commit yourself to lifelong learning. 
never cease this mentality. Let the longevity of the learning spirit linger in the face of any and every situation you face. If you happen to stumble across a misstep, a drawback, know that you are confined only by the walls you build yourself. If you apply extraordinary persistence to continue growing and learning, I promise you, you will. If you look at the obstacles as hurdles rather than a wall, each one will strengthen you for the next, enabling you to better seek out learning opportunities. And if you have the opportunity, simply put, be kind, be thoughtful. A willingness to act on what you learn is also critical. Use your knowledge and willingness to learn as a way to impact someone not negatively, but in a positive manner. My grandpa made a choice. He made a choice to continue learning in spite of the horrific circumstances he was put in. He made a choice to disallow his deafness and pain from diminishing who he was. He made a choice to seek out his life mission and help others. His humility transpires into his ongoing willingness to learn, something that I hope to learn for myself. Much like you did at the beginning of my speech, I ask that you all hear me out. I hope you, teachers, seniors, freshmen, and everyone in between, are all resilient in your willingness to learn over the course of time. Because truth is, if you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. No one will help you. But if you are determined to learn, no one will ever stop you from fulfilling your full potential. Thank you.